0: Hi, welcome to the series on design thinking in education. I'm Danique, a learning experience designer at the Center for Innovation of Leiden University. In my work, I try to inspire teachers to create engaging and effective learning experiences. In this series, I interview teachers at Leiden University who are using design thinking as a didactical tool. In each episode, you will get practical tips on how to use this approach yourself. In this first episode, you will hear what design thinking is and how students react to this approach. I will talk with Min Cho, a teacher and expert in global health and international development at Leiden University College, and with Nadia Teunissen, an expert in design thinking and also a teacher. Together, they taught the class "Design for the Future, Wicked Environmental Problems in Sustainability and Health. In this class, students solved a challenge around household hazardous medical waste using the design thinking
1: methodology.
0: Nadia, can you give a short explanation
1: of what design thinking is? Well, to start off, I don't think there is one fixed definition for it, um, but I would say it's, it's a holistic, human-centered approach or, or method to innovate or to solve problems through creativity. Uh, and therefore, it's also a way to create positive impact in the world. Because I think by using this approach, you're able to address, well, certain big or complex or as we call it, wicked problems in a structured but an uh, iterative way. Because you use divergent thinking, convergent thinking and certain process steps. And during these process steps, for example, the empathy phase or the ideation phase, you use creativity activities. That, on the one hand, foster collaboration between different disciplines and point of views. You're trying to solve problems, of course, but you also try to uh, critically think about the core of the problem and then also to come up with tangible solutions. So, as an educational model, I think design thinking is therefore, or has therefore, the potential to train students uh, in certain important 21st century skills, such as what I mentioned, uh, creativity, but also adaptability. Um, and I think, well, now we need those skills more than ever. Like The pandemic has shown us that the ability to well, bounce back and come up with new ideas are crucial in order to move forward. And Min, what made you decide to uh, integrate design thinking into
0: this uh, course on uh, household hazardous waste?
2: Yeah, I I like the approach of the design thinking as a mindset. So it's more of a growth mindset of uh, problem solving, and it's also more learner centered attitude rather than the traditional mode of knowledge being uh, transferred to the student. The student is more of the active, proactive role of trying to be. The, yeah, the learning individual and try to have a more human-centered approach. So that was one of the reasons uh, why I thought design thinking could be a good approach for education.
0: What did it look like, the design thinking in your course?
2: Well, the students were uh, working as a team, as as they were assigned, or not assigned, but they came up with their own projects. So they took a very productive approach of what they wanted to do and how they wanted to solve the wicked problems. And we could really see from the course of how they they try to engage and also try to explore what are the possibilities. Also, you see them um, struggle a bit in terms of trying to find their... Creative aspects and try to solve problems, and that I think that's uh, that's also a learning opportunity for the students, but also uh, engaging moments for us, just to see how they could grow potentially.
0: Yeah, because in your class, all the students got uh, the a question that they had to uh, solve, right? What was the what was the central question?
2: So they were given a context of the medical waste, the household hazardous waste and they had to, well, they had to solve the wicked problem of the household hazardous waste and how to uh, find their own persona and, uh, and try to see how they can actually solve it from their uh, persona that they have created.
1: Yeah, to, uh, to add to that, we, we indeed sort of created a design brief as we call it. So um, household hazardous waste is quite a broad term and we specified it to medical waste Uh, And then we we posed them the question, like, how can you either deal with or prevent um, household hazardous waste being medical waste at a household level? So that also sort of gave the the program a bit of a focus. But then we brought it back to them and they could go broader. So that's, again, the the divergent convergent thinking. You start at a certain point, but then they start to explore that on their own. Um, So it can go little bit left or right, but that's what they started off with.
0: Yeah, and I uh, visited your class, and I remember that uh, the students really took different uh, perspectives. So one had a, a person with diabetes that they were tra- they were solving this problem for, um, and so there were different aspects that they they chose
2: themselves, right? Yes. Um, yes. And actually, the diabetes group changed. From diabetes to acne to another, birth control. yeah, birth control. <laughs> so they they took various approaches. So that was also a learning moment for us in terms of trying to guide the students. And as they converge and diverge, of course, uh, they also sometimes struggle in terms of how to make their own project work and make the prototype. So uh, guiding them through that process and also helping them engage with their creative thinking was, uh, was also fun for us. Well, that connects to my next
0: question. Uh, did you notice um, there was a difference in the way the, the students engaged with this class compared to other classes where it's a more traditional
2: apl- approach? Well, in the courses that I teach normally, it's... Even if it's a seminar discussion based, where we engage in a certain topic and we try to think critically and also have a meaningful discussion, the benefit of having design thinking in education is that students are very active in terms of creating their own, uh, making their own solutions and projects per se. So I, I could I could really see that students come up with these out-of-the-box thinking so one of the groups came up with the art project with the medical waste so they actually held a workshop Uh, they were very proactive in explaining to other students of what medical waste was uh, and all the art projects came out from that and they were actually quite impressive and you normally don't see that in the traditional setting per se like you would never imagine having an art piece from a medical waste so that was also fun to see uh, from the class yeah
1: Yeah, and I think that also shows what design thinking brings to scientific education, right? It really helps to put that theory into practice. Like in academia, we teach critical thinking. We teach understanding the core of a problem or an issue. And I think design thinking really helps to bring these insights that you get into uh, tangible solutions and also therefore put it in the real world. Um, And I think a nice thing to share is that some students said that they sometimes actually feel overwhelmed by everything that is wrong in the world uh, without actually knowing how to act on it Um, but after learning design thinking and and the steps they stated that they actually felt equipped with tools and skills to actually do something and well being it a small piece of the puzzle of course um, but I think that exactly shows what design thinking can bring to education, not only in a practical sense, like coming up with a solution, uh, but also more on a personal level. So what Min said that they actually feel confident that they are able to bring about, well, some change in the world around them. Um, and I think that dealing with uncertainties and daring to fail during these well steps during the design thinking process, uh, definitely adds to that. Yeah, great. So, you're giving the students a tool
0: to uh, really start working on the problems that they uh, are researching uh, during their time at university.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, there's not that many opportunities where students are allowed to fail. So, I think one of the surprising moments for us was that students were so afraid of failing and Uh, we kept telling them it's part of the process there's going to be trials and errors but uh, as as students they they're so used to getting that perfect grade or striving for the best grade possible so they want everything to be as perfect as possible so uh, that kind of goes against the whole process of design thinking because you are supposed to actually have these trials and errors and also failures and you're supposed to learn from your failures so i think that was there was also a um, surprising moment for us where students uh, kept telling us of like, what is the right answer? What is the right approach? <laughs> or How do we get that? How do I get an A? <laughs> yeah, how do we get an A? And we kept telling them, it's, it's not, that's not the point of the course. The point of the course is for you to actually go through the motion of trials and errors and learn from the experience. So I think that also differentiates from the traditional educational approach where uh, we, we try to give the students uh, the context and the knowledge, and how they need to prove themselves of what they digested and what they learned from that uh, from that learning and the knowledge, but from design thinking is more of a experiential. So they actually need to go through the process and uh, try to learn from the experience, per se. Yeah, that so really brings that ambiguity, and most students are
1: uncomfortable with that. They don't like to make mistakes, mistakes or they don't like to fail, uh, but it's a big part of design thinking. And, of yeah, of course, it's a, it's part of life in general. So um, I think that's a, a critical skill that we actually need to teach our students more.
0: So it's it's uh, very different indeed from handing in uh, a draft of an essay that as a student, you already hope that it's near perfect because then you don't have to spend that much work on it after the feedback uh, from the teacher. And here it's... Uh, just hand in uh, yeah, the, the first try and uh, try to make as many mistakes as possible in the beginning so you end up with a better project in the end.
1: To add to that one thing, we also noticed that indeed you uh, like students are used to getting feedback on the things they made. and often that is um, well, it's a way it can be positive criticism, but it's always how to do better. Uh, whereas we also noticed that encouraging them and uh, let them know what they are already doing well, or what they are good at, actually helped them in well becoming more confident, but also to increase their motivation for the course. Although they not always felt comfortable or getting the process, uh, like that close connection actually, well helped to to overcome those uncertainties and well helped in dealing with ambiguity.
0: I can imagine that it's a uh, all different kind of feedback uh, that you get in this project uh, this uh kind of project than a normal project. And uh, would you have some advice for teachers on how to um make students more comfortable with this idea of failing is okay and it leads to learning?
1: I think just repeatedly mention it <laughs> to start with and also Showing your own vulnerability that you also not always know the answer. That you also make mistakes. And of course, that's also difficult for us humans. Uh, so I I'm, i will not say that I'm comfortable in showing all my mistakes, of course. But I think that's the start. And uh, well, also what we said. Also give a, compl- a compliment every now and then. Um, that really helps.
2: Actually, this kind of leads to... I guess the teaching style aspect um, in well, in this course and also in the previous courses, I always approach to the students of saying that uh, even though i may I may have a more expertise and knowledge in the field, it doesn't mean that I have uh, all the knowledge or all the all the perfection of what I teach. So I always tell them that it's it's a learning process for both the students and for myself of trying to trying to see um, what the field is about and how do we engage with that uh, field per se. So I I think being open about um, that you yourself is not perfect, uh, trying to bring down that barrier of the professor-student hierarchy rather than like a co-learning environment, I think that also helps in terms of engaging with the students and uh, design thinking actually kind of brings the students as the main role because they, they have to navigate their own journey, own learning journey. So I think uh, encouraging them that they, they are the owners of uh, their learning journey and that they have the potential of doing that, uh, I think that also helps with uh, the process as well. If other teachers also want to adopt design thinking, I think that, that type of mindset would be helpful. Yeah.
1: Uh, very practically we also use some exercises to sort of kickstart this to just do and see what happens um, to not be too perfectionist because a lot of students are perfectionists uh, at least in our group um, so that also helped to have these little small exercises that well that aren't that bad if you well mix it up i wanted to use another word but i won't use it <laughs> Um, but I think that helps. So they had to, they had some of these uh, creativity exercises that they had, were given like five or 10 minutes and they had to build a house or that they had to come up with uh, various ways of how to use an orange, for example. So there are very simple and very easy ways to just start exploring with coming up with things, speaking them out loud, because that's also a big part of daring to feel that you say something and somebody disagrees, for example. Um, that also really helps, so that's more of the practical side of
2: this uh topic well how was it they were they had to describe each other but not look at each other and they had to draw the portraits and of course, it wasn't perfect, but they were they were kind of also striving to have that perfect face <laughs> and then later, yeah. when they When they found out that everybody kind of screwed up with drawing the faces, they were a bit relieved and that was also funny to see. So any any type of those exercises where they are encouraged to show and also uh, yeah, show that they they all can make mistakes, I think that that will be a good approach for um, just opening up these type of aspects.
0: So getting students used to this uh, type of thinking that it doesn't have to be perfect, but then in a more light setting where uh, there, yeah, you're not going to get graded for uh, your answers to uh, how can you use an orange, but that also makes it easier for the students, I imagine, to uh, to think of funny and crazy things. Well, yeah, exactly. To trust the process more. Yeah, and to uh, round up this uh, part. Uh, what was your favorite moment in the class, Nadia?
1: Well, actually, the one with the orange. <laughs> I really like that one uh, because it is really fun to watch the process. If you do an activity like that, like as, at first there is confusion. Like, what do we need to do? I don't get it. What's the point? Um, But they just have to do it. And they because they're uncomfortable, they are trying to come up with ways of to succeed the assignment, so to say. But once they start brainstorming without... I don't know, any boundaries, you really see that sparkle coming in their eyes. And afterwards, they were actually amazed with all the things they came up with out of one single orange. So that one I really liked. Um, and of course, a really proud moment were the final pitches to see how they turned a very complex problem into actual tangible solutions so that they created something out of nothing. I think I really like that that part too. So it, it's the little things and the big things. And how about you, Min?
2: yeah, I would say uh, making a house of all the materials that they could find in the in their rooms that was also fun, like some of them actually really had artistic ones uh, of course some of some of us had really basic just boxes and, <laughs> and stickers and all that, but that also um, yeah that also surprised me because i I didn't expect some of their creativity because I already knew some of the students before of my previous courses. So that was also quite a positive surprise uh, to find that some of my students had really good creativity that they had been hiding from me. <laughs> um, and the final pitches, I was unfortunately, I wasn't able to be there, but uh, I heard from all the all the stakeholders and all the in, those who were engaged—that it was it was an amazing, uh, amazing presentation. So that was really good to hear because I know all of our team, like Elisa and Nadia, they put in so much effort in terms of guiding the students uh, to their final journey, and it, it was good to see that how it came as a fruit. So that was also good to hear. Yeah,
1: and maybe also one thing, just but that's more like a thematic thing, but. To see uh, or reflect, to see some students reflect on their creativity and some, they they never felt that they were creative Um, and that they actually said afterwards, like, but I am, I am able to, in my own way, like not the artistic way, but in, I don't know, my critical thinking or my ability to observe from a bird's eye view or to come up with things because I see something in my surrounding and I can turn it, I don't know. Like that, there are many ways to be creative, and that they actually afterwards felt that. I think that's also well. I found it a beautiful thing to see because I think we need more creativity in the world <laughs> to solve all of our issues.
0: Yeah, that's probably something uh, you really hope for when you start uh, uh, designing and teaching this kind of course. But uh, it it's not something that uh, you can always design for because it's really also. Uh, in the, uh, what the students bring to the table. And it sounds like that in this class, uh, the students were really open and uh, learned how to experiment and uh, um, find out new things about themselves in the process. That's great.
1: Yeah, and it's not to say that they weren't critical at times. <laughs> and they were because they were uncomfortable. Perhaps uh, they could also not like certain things. But like at first, me as a trainer, I could take it personally. Oh, shit, we did not create a good session but afterwards I was more aware that this is part of the process that they are going through because I experienced it myself a couple of times when I did design thinking myself so that's also good for teachers to know that you might get these kind of question you might get these kind of remarks um, but it is it is part of the process and if you assure them that they can trust that process that that really helps. Yeah so as a teacher you also have to let yourself
0: fail as a as a teacher in the, maybe in the first part where you're not guiding them every step of the way, but that brings out better uh, results
1: in the end. Yeah, I think we had like a little extra difficulty with the online (laughs) sessions because, well, if you're working with a process, you, uh, it, it helps if you can observe what's happening. And that is more difficult to do online when people are in breakouts. Like if you bump in into the breakout rooms, they immediately know you're there. So we really noticed the difference once we were allowed to come together in like small groups of four to see how they worked and where they were stuck. Then you are able to take on that guiding uh, facilitator role even better. Yes, that does sound like an extra challenge that
0: you also have to take into account the limitations of the online environment. Well, that was it for this first episode on design thinking in education. In the next episode, we continue the conversation with Min and Nadia around the role of the teacher in the design thinking process.